Assalamu alaikum, brother. Peace to the God. Peace to the universe. What's going on? Not much, bro. I'm just uh, sitting here watching this um, Oprah Winfrey special on um, uh, Father's Day, um, honoring black fathers and honoring our kings. Yes, sir. Happy Father's Day to you in the audience. Yep, and happy Juneteenth. And happy Father's Day uh, to you also, bro. Oh, yes, I forget about happy Juneteenth to you and the audience. Yep. They had these Negroes out here today, and they blocked off one of the major uh, streets for traffic. Fulton Street and uh, had um, street vendors and all of this hoopla for Juneteenth. And what's 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 your feelings about Juneteenth? (laughs) Is none zero. Really? Why is that? Um. It's a holiday about us um, being freed as slaves and uh, not knowing about it as um, what um, pains me. But um, I I told one person yesterday, um, they can keep the holiday, give me a check. I'll take the reparations rather than the um, um, holiday. You can keep the holiday. Um, give me the um, what would that be called? That would be called um, give me the things that um, have put us in as black, as black people. Give me those things. People who doesn't who don't even want us to talk about critical race theory in schools. They're uncomfortable with that, but not uncomfortable with um, giving us a Negro holiday. Are you sure that those are the same people, though? I wouldn't care if it was people from Mars. It's just um, surface, but not substance. Hmm. Interesting perspective. But I, I wouldn't d- deny anybody the right to celebrate and do all of that. I'll even participate. It's not that serious um, that I can um, be involved in it. It's just that um, it seems a little hypocritical. Hypocritical? Yes. Why why, why do you say hypocritical? Um, As I just mentioned, we can't even have a discussion, a critical serious discussion about racism 
in school, in the public school system, and yet we have a holiday about slavery as if it's something to celebrate that we were somehow given freedom or granted rights. So you don't you don't feel like the discussion is being had? Not if we're having debates over is it right to teach um, this in public schools? But isn't isn't that isn't that the discussion? If there's a debate, isn't that doesn't that mean that there's a discussion going on? It shouldn't be a debate. It shouldn't be um, a discussion. As, as I discussed yesterday, who who and what is needed permission to right the wrongs of history in the U.S.? I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Was that a question? Nah. That was, oh. um, why why is it even a, a debate? This is what happened. This is this is U.S. history, and yet it's uh well. I don't think we should uh, teach that because uh, it's divisive and uh, it's racism itself. If we disclose at such an early age, the thing. But doesn't that... but doesn't that make sense for for America? Uh, you you don't think that everybody in America would agree that critical race theory should be taught? The fact that it, that it has to have permission to be taught is what's so funny to me. Yeah, but it, but does but but don't you think this that is America? Isn't that the epitome of, of, of America? And so is the Juneteenth holiday. It's uh, right up there with um, the foolishness that goes on in um, this country, the backwards and awkwardness of uh, our thinking when we need permission. For what um, I, I don't know, I don't understand how we need permission for what we're thinking. Well, but okay, so here's here's what I think. Yes, sir. you don't you don't need permission to teach anything at home. You can teach teach what you want at home, right? right? But you are probably going to have to have permission if it's going to happen outside the home, Understood. right? So if you're going to say, well, I want to put this in the school system, it makes sense that a racist devil or racist person is going to say, oh, no, I don't want you to talk about the bad things we did. That That's America to me. Right. I, can, I can understand that argument. Not that I agree with it, but I anticipate it. Right? Right. But you, they don't have any control over what I teach at home because Juneteenth right. will be taught at home Long before they get to school. Exactly. You know, so I don't have a problem with the holiday at all. I, I think the holiday is long overdue, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Right? And 
Now, here's the problem I think I have with the financial aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I, I understand someone saying, give me a check. But if giving you a check on June 19th means you're going to go spend the check with the people, not you per se, but meaning that if you're going to give the check now that you just got back to the people that didn't want to give you the holiday in the first place, it's almost that's hypocritical to me. And, 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 and I think that's what we saw happen with this whole uh, stimulus check thing, this whole, you know, when, when, when black people get money, you know, we, you know, we become rappers or we become football players or basketball players or millionaires, you know, and now we're buying Gucci and now we're buying, you know, um, Louis Vuitton, we're buying all these things and all these people that aren't investing in your community. But so you got the check, but you didn't do anything with it as it relates to the black community. So I think the check would be proverbial. It wouldn't be a physical check. It is righting the wrongs of history in some substantial way rather than some surface way with a holiday. I I don't think that um, we necessarily need money. We need to right the wrongs of history. Yeah, but so that's that's where you're gonna run into uh, problems because as a black community, there's no central agreement on righting the wrongs in the black community. Understood. And I think that um, one 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 of the biggest conversations that I have with my wife about it um, is black people. I always hear black people talking about the black agenda, right? And I'm always asking, my pushback is, what is the Black agenda and who has it? Because, you know, nobody agrees with any particular group of Black people as relates to Black people. There's no unison across the board as relates to Black people. And I think that's the problem. So when people say, oh, the gays got their, got their rights, the Asians got their rights, all these other people got their rights, right? But the black people ain't got their rights. I, my my constant argument and pushback is, well, what is our rights? I, and, and, I think that, um, as Malcolm X said, and as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught him, we need not fight for rights, civil or human. We need land. The basis. But everybody land, doesn't. But everybody doesn't agree with that. Understood, but the basis of all power is land. I, I I understand. I agree, but all black people don't agree with that. All black people don't agree with Malcolm X and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So again, what what is the black agenda? Because it's if the if basis someone of um, the black agenda is land, whether we agree with it or not, but that's subjective. or not, but that's 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 subjective, right? That's you and I having a conversation. And I'm saying I agree, right? Mm-hmm. But but outside of my conversation with you, I know that if, I know black Negroes, you know, that don't agree with that at all. Of course. So 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 then what would be our pushback to them? Because what I know for sure about working in mental health 
is that the hardest thing to do in mental health is to give somebody treatment that they don't want. That is correct, sir. So, so to impose land on people that don't want land, they will only give it back to the master. Understood. They're um, not. They're, they're they're not going to cultivate it. They're, they're, you know, they're not going to do what they need to do. Nor do they have the skill set to be able to do it. Right. So it's like, you know, I know the communities, the community I live in now and the communities that I, that I have lived in, right? So in communities that I have lived in, you got people that stand outside all night, and I was one of them, you know, drink, talk, smoke, drink beer. You wake up in the morning, you got beer cans, beer bottles, you know, <laughs> everybody had a good time. All that shit is still sitting on the curb, still sitting, you know, outside. You got people that, you know, you know, let's say if you live in New York, you live in D.C., you live in a row house, you only got but so much of a plot, right? So that plot, you know, of land that you have or that you're renting is extending out to the sidewalk, extending out into the street. You wake up in the morning and your block looks like shit, right? Ain't nobody cleaned up nothing. You know, that's just the way it looks. Now you go into the suburbs of New York or Maryland you know, whatever. It doesn't look like that. You know, people aren't going to drink and be outside all night making noise, dance, and party. You want to eat? That doesn't happen. Hmm. Because they because the way that they value their land, the way that they value what they spend their money on, they take care of it. I, I you, you, you won't see people who pay mortgage you won't see them throw trash out of the car when they're driving. You you won't see them throw shit in 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 the yard. Because the people that are raising them are gonna say, "Hey, we don't do that around here." You know, hey hey hey, you they aren't gonna let their dog shit in someone else's yard. They aren't gonna people aren't gonna be walking up and down the street smoking weed, right? People aren't going to be dropping beer cans all over the place. Somebody's going, somebody's going to call you on that. But when you have land that you don't value or you don't know the value of, then those type of things are going to happen. So I would almost argue I'd rather someone have education before they have land. And when I say education, I'm not talking about necessarily school. I'm just talking about education as it relates to self-worth because given if, if, if you got a million dollars right or two million or whatever million dollars you got and you give it to your daughters but you haven't taught them the value of money that million two million dollars is going to be gone in like a year or a couple months because they don't they they don't value it they don't understand it if you haven't given them the 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 the, the understanding of what that means, right? So we, we talk about the teaching, right? Supreme wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And we say knowledge, wisdom, understanding manifest God, right? Mm -hmm. so, so in order to have wisdom, you first got to have knowledge. From knowledge, then come wisdom. Then from knowledge and wisdom comes understanding. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding manifest God. But you got to have, you, you got to have it in that order. Otherwise, God becomes obsolete 
So you become God, but you become God without a discipline. You become God without a knowledge. You become God without an understanding. So it's hard for you to take your rightful place in the world as God because you lack those things. And so the question would be, what about the Negroes that are going to reject that we need education? Well, that's fine. Because again, that's why I that's so that's that, so 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 my it has, that's to, it has to come to the the understanding that everybody, no matter what the black agenda is, is not going to be on the same page. But that's and that was my point. But I, I think we showed an exercise of power um, in the um, nation of Islam when we didn't ask for um, permission to go to Washington, D.C. We didn't ask for um, assistance from uh, Negroes to have a million man march. It was what was necessary. And we didn't ask who's going to participate. Our black leadership going to go along with it. And at first... It was the most thing that Negroes have ever heard. Who would allow a million man march of black men? Um, you had every every type of resistance, but we still pulled it off. Maybe nothing happened, but it was symbolic. So is uh, Juneteenth. It's symbolic what has to happen and what will happen is that people of or as uh, they say in the, in the um, mosque the cream will always rise to the top so whether it be education whether it be finances whether it be land the repair is at hand no matter who agrees with it or not yeah, I don't know that I agree 100%. Um, I think it's a nice saying, um, but the cream can't rise to the top if it's being oppressed. Um, the, the, it's like, it's like um, basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like football. For years and years and years, the cream was never allowed to play. Mm-hmm. So basketball was just all white boys at one point. Football was just all white boys at one point. You know, finances, you know, many different things in, in American society were all white people because the cream was not allowed to rise. Right. So what has to happen is the cream has to have permission or the cream has to take permission to be able to rise. If you want it to happen in their society, but if you want it to happen in your society, permission is not needed or warranted. It just has to be done. And um, I think there are people that are evolving that way that have black power thinking. And um, I think those are the type of people that that this whole debate of what um, is to be taught public or private 
are um, is ridiculous because there has to be some type of repair, not just in our own community, but in the U.S. as a whole. We cannot ignore that. And um, as we have so far, racism is still not addressed properly. 100 years after 1866, we are still just um, delicately approaching the subject at the 20 minute mark. Last words on this, and we'll go to a break. Yeah, I don't know um, that I, I, I don't think that America is built like that. Um, I I don't think anything is going to happen overnight. I think that America is built um not uh, I think America is built. I think America was built on racism. Um it is the fiber of this country and I think that thinking that uh people are just going to miraculously I I think that this country would die and 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 go down in smoke before there's ever an equilibrium as relates to racism in this country. I don't, that, that's not the fight with this country. That's not the way that this country was built. I think that it will be a fight until the last days on, uh, in this country. Um, and and maybe, maybe not only in this country, but in other countries, America has impacted so many other places, so many other um, uh, 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 our country, states, and and places with racism that I don't think that we're ever going to get past that. I don't think I I, I think it's hopeless to think that um, there's ever going to be an equilibrium. But while I think it's hopeless to think that way, I don't think it's hopeless to fight for that. And I, and 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 I, and I think that. It, it it is the fight for equilibrium that 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 makes it worth it, but to to anticipate that it's just going to happen, there are people that are going to die, and I think the the Civil War was a manifestation of that. That it, it was a country within a country that was willing to destroy one another because of racism and because of racism, and that racism has not died. And I don't think it ever will. And that is where we both agree. And we'll be right back to DFN Universe, Black Power Thinking, Black Psychology, and a little bit of humor when we come back. Peace to the universe. Peace to God. Brother? Yep. Peace to the God. Peace to the universe. <clears throat> Is the FN universe have discussions on black power thinking, um, black psychology, and black um, humor? I wonder if you will indulge me for a moment as I um, put out a black power thought. Um, I entitled the last segment. Um, 
addressing U.S. racism with more than a holiday. It's um, a black power thought. It doesn't mean that um, one has to agree or disagree with it. It's just um, how one would respond to the notion of addressing things with more than a holiday. Um, I bring up the history of um, Haiti, the history of South Africa, and the history of uh, is Israel and Palestine. Um, in Haiti, what had to happen in order to become an independent nation is they had to fight amongst themselves in order to get some type of resolution. And what eventually did happen in Haiti um, is that there became two factions, the faction that was with Dessaline and the faction that was with uh, Tucson Louverture. And uh, ultimately, Louverture won out. Dessaline was um, in prison and um, <coughs> removed from the island of Haiti. And um, it, become, it became the mess that it is now. Um, right, wrong, or indifferent, it is an independent nation. Um, the same thing happened in Hollywood in um, South Africa. Uh, briefly, this is a synopsis of the history. It's not totally accurate. Here's a picture of what happened there. Um, they released Mandela from prison 26 years later. Mandela takes over the country and there was a powerful symbol that uh, white and black people in South Africa, we're now going to share government, share power. The same um, thing was um, introduced with Lobachor, saying we have to share with the people who are our oppressors, or else we're not going to have a government. Uh, so that's what happened in South Africa. Um, then we take Israel. Here is uh, a Jewish population in the diaspora, meaning all Jews throughout the world. Whatever um, oppression and tyranny that you face, we've now set up a country, a land of our own in um, Palestine and the only right we needed to set this up was that it was 2,000 years ago we actually owned this part, region of the, of the, of the earth, and now we're going to take it back no matter who uh, dislikes it, who don't approve of it. And every Jew all over the diaspora can come here for a homeland. Um, do you see a difference? Is this, is this, and you saying this is Palestine? Yeah. 
do you see a difference in the way people think who are coming out of slavery and people the way people think who have um militaries do i see a difference in the way that people think that are coming out of slavery and the people that are coming out of the military not out of the military people that have a military backing because in order to um, for Israel to come into existence it came into existence under the uh, British Empire in 1947 and they displaced the Palestinians who were there because they said that you guys weren't using the land it wasn't like we were uh, taking over your territory um we just put pull a, put a space where Israel could um, be born and thrive. They are thriving. Um, Haiti is not thriving. South Africa, Black South Africa is not thriving. But um, we're sharing the government. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think that I know enough to speak intelligently about that um, f- from my behalf. So I. I, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> um, I don't know who's thriving, and I don't know how we're defining thriving. So I can't speak uh, intelligently about that. What I think I can speak to is um, people that are coming from particular situations going into another. So uh, an example. There are people that will come to America from Africa or Jamaica or China or wherever. And there are indigenous people here that have been here all all their lives and not seem to be able to accelerate at the level where these other indigenous servants, if you will, come to this country and do so well. Right. And so whether they have a military background or whatever background that they have, they come and they're able to do better than the people who have been there all their lives. Um, What is it that makes that happen? Um, I think it's a mentality. Right. So in part, you know, it's a mentality, but if, if you have a military behind you, then that's something different because you don't necessarily have to have them have the mentality. You just have to have the muscle. So um, I, I, I think if we're talking about people that came to America as slaves, <clears throat> I don't think it's fair to compare them to anything because I, I, I think what happened to them is not um, comparison to any other group of people that um, have went through what uh, Black Americans went through in this country for 400 plus years. Yes, sir. Um, I think part of the education that we need is this education on uh, nation building. Uh, Not nation of Islam building, which is a difference. Um, Just knowing how 
different areas and different politics develop into what they develop into. Um, it would um, behoove the audience members uh, in DF and Universe to make yourself familiar with um, the struggle in South Africa, make yourself familiar with the struggle in um, Haiti, make yourself familiar with the struggle in Palestine and Israel. Um, because it is indeed our struggle here in America. Um, it's all about nation building. And it um, will determine what type of nation we build. Um, one of the biggest things with uh, CRT or critical race theory is that there are more Negroes willing to fight you about not wanting this in the public school system than there are white people against it. Yeah, but 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 why would that be surprising? Coming it's from not surprising, no right, right, issue. right, right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. But, I'm, I'm not saying what that. What I'm to saying you. is to parallel I, it to what I just discussed about um, education or nation building, the absolute truth is that if we took any type of real substantial power in America for our reparations, we're, the biggest fight that we're going to have is not against white people. It's going to be against ourselves militarily. Right, black so, people will <laughs> right. put that smoke up. Right, right. So, and so that's what I wanted to, to discuss. Right, and and so uh, very quickly for me, um, come come coming from where we come from in terms of uh, supreme wisdom lessons and teaching, we already know that they represent the eighty five percent. Yes, sir. So if that's the eighty five percent of the population, we already know we're five percent of the population. That are gonna that are going to be not deaf, dumb, and blind, right? You know, so it makes sense that eighty-five percent of the population is easily led in the wrong direction, hard to be led in the right direction. That is correct. So you know, it doesn't surprise me. While it does frustrate me, it doesn't surprise me, right? Because I, you know, I mean, bro, how many people are having the conversation that we're having? How many people are thinking the way we're thinking? Right? Not the majority of us. And 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 even if you look in your close circle, right? And I don't even know how big your circle of friends are outside of me. But right. how many of them can you have this conversation at this level? Very few. And I can tell you that I may have in my circle, and I have a big circle, mm. right? I have friends I grew up with. I have my fraternity brothers of Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. I have my Masonic family. And then I have my immediate family, right? My nuclear family. Mm -hmm. Bro, I can tell you of all the groups I just named, but I don't think I got three people. <laughs> I don't think I got three people. Yeah, you're doing better than me, bro. <laughs> You know, doing better than me. <laughs> so, you know, I was having a conversation 
I picked my son up from work the other night, right? Yes, sir. And I said to him, I said, I just want to revisit the conversation about <laughs> purpose in life. He said, oh. <laughs> brother, brother Douglas, he said, oh, dad, really? Not dad. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's weird because it's weird and it's frustrating, right? Because I'm not a um, I'm not a small conversation person, right? I'm I'm not a person to to give you um, what is it they call it? Chit chat talk or cheesy right. talk or small you know talk. small talk. That's the word I'm looking for. Small. I'm 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 not that person, right? So you know, like in, in my immediate family, my nuclear family, right? They'll say, "Dad is real quiet," right? And I ain't really being quiet. It's just that the conversation that might be being had, I don't have anything to add to it because it, it, it's, you know, what, what do you want me to say to that? You know, and I, and I don't want to insult you guys, you know, right. by saying it's a dumb conversation because it's, it's, it's not, but you all looking for laughs and giggles. Right. I, I ain't looking for that. You know, I ain't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not that person. Right, and, and and I understand people don't want everything to be so heavy and hard. You know, I I get it, but you know, hell, I, that's how I think. I I just think heavy and hard, but it's not heavy and hard to me. It's natural, mm-hmm. right? But everybody doesn't want to deal with what I'm doing, so it's like, oh Lord, Dad is about to get another heavy conversation, but <laughs> another serious conversation, right? And I'm like, freak, I can't even talk to y'all. Unless I'm having a bullshit conversation that's gonna make everybody smile and laugh. So it's like, so then if I'm not having that conversation, it's like, oh, he mad or he don't feel like talking. And it's like, Jesus Christ, can y'all just talk? Let me just listen. You know, let me just you know, don't don't define me based on me not responding the way you guys are responding. If you're having a good time. Laughing and joking about the Golden Girls or Modern <laughs> Family or whatever weird shit that you're watching, you know. But don't put me in that and make me. It's it's almost like, and I'm gonna jump off the subject, right? You can jump off the subject real quick, right? Um, it, it's almost like the um conversation that we were having about uh critical race theory, mm-hmm. right? And the 16th uh. The 1619 Project, right? Yes, sir. Right. Nobody wants to be made to feel uncomfortable. Hmm. So if you talk about race theory, you know, the the, the critical race theory, you're going to make white folks feel uncomfortable. Hmm. If you talk about people being fat, you're going to make fat people feel uncomfortable. Hmm. If you talk about gay people, you're going to make gay people feel uncomfortable, Hmm. right? So everybody got a box now. Can't offend this person. Can't offend that person. But damn, hmm. then can I get a box for nope. the black conscious person? Nope. You, you know, you 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 don't want to offend anybody. Racist. You you don't want to offend anybody else. You don't want to offend the fat people. You don't want to offend the gay people. You don't want to offend the white folks. You don't want to offend any of them. But heck, what about the black conscious person? Do I get a box? Who are coming up from the bottom? We're below everybody. Yeah, it's like, but we can't have a box. Yeah, I can't. You know, well, well, what about you offending me by hmm. not allowing me to have my thought? 
Because hmm. I can't say nigga. I can't say white cracker. Hmm. I can't say, you know, homo. I can't say, you know, I can't say nothing. Fat person, fat ass, big ass. Hmm. I can't say nothing, right? To nobody else. But everybody else can laugh at, hmm. you know, the, the, the conscious brother hmm. or black power. So it's, it's, it's weird because dang, I don't know who I heard say this. But um, and I surely want to give them their credit. But they say, but he said, it was a, it was a guy. He said, black people. He said, uh, and I want to quote him correctly. Black people take black people don't take serious things serious enough, right? Mm. But they take silly thing too serious hmm. right so nobody nobody when it comes to black people we don't want to take serious issues serious but hmm. we'll take silly issues serious all day hmm. you know we'll we'll debate dumb shit all day hmm. like it's serious but if a but if it's a serious issue uh, bro I, you know again I don't want to get too much into my family but like Tonight before we went to dinner, my wife and my daughter had been out of town. Came back in town, we were getting ready to go to dinner, and said, so, "Well, what, what, what are we gonna do for dinner?" <laughs> I said, "I, don't, you know, I'm open." And we was, the conversation was kind of flat, and it was going back and forth. And then my wife said, "I don't want to make this too serious because I don't want to frustrate my brain, <laughs> bro." You know, in my head, I had in my head. Man, I was thinking so. I, I had to get out of my head, bro. I had to get out of my head, bro, because I was like, "What?" You know, you don't want to make your brain hurt, man. I was, my mind went so many places, bro. You know, I, you know, but that kid turned into a serious lecture, it, it, bro. I was like. You had to get out of your own. Bruh, I, because I wanted, I mean, not that I wanted to, but my mom was going someplace when I heard that. I was like, you got to be kidding me. What? You know, you, you, you want to make this a serious issue? Or this, it's going, I'm like, man. People don't like uh, complications, brother. And uh, as you said, they don't like discomfort. If something is going to make them uncomfortable, they're not going to address it. And I get it because that's that's called cognitive dissonance. Hmm. I I understand it. Those are the eighty five when when we talk about U.S. history and addressing racism. They do not want to be uncomfortable. They do not want to put anybody out or make the conversation serious. So we'll take the Juneteenth over actual substantive change in America. Yeah, and, 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 and that that was my point. It wasn't um oh I'm against Juneteenth. No, I'm not. I'm not even against a debate on critical race theory. But when you look at it, it is a deflection, both of those things. Because we shouldn't even be asking for permission for um, something that needs to be taught to the whole nation 
not just black people, but that everybody know where did black people come from and how did they get in the condition that most people that come in, especially right off the boat, right off the plane, think, oh, these niggas, it's just niggas. They, they don't have any accomplishments, any uh, achievements. They are just mainly, now there's some good niggas understand this conversation. There's some good uh, black people, but the rest of them, the rest of them niggas ain't shit. And you get you get that impression as soon as you come off the plane. If you just arrived here, stay away from that. You might be right to stay away from this because you could end up dead too. So there is an education that needs to be taught, and it may be an education in power that we have to um, have. People are not going to get it, but we cannot let that determine what the black agenda is. Last words on this, because we're at the 22-minute mark, and we'll come back for another segment. Go right ahead, bro. No, bro. Um, I don't know the have last words. Um, I think that, um, I, again, I, I, um, I see Juneteenth as progress. I don't see it as an answer to anything um, as it relates to black folks. Again, I think that um, black folks are n- never going to be a homogeneous type of people. Um, and so I think that I think that white America did a very good job with, 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 with the slaves mm-hmm. in terms of making them de- de- divisive, making them um, uh, uh, feel very different from one another um, in terms of um, impregnating black women and, and mating slaves. Mm-hmm. So you had light-skinned slaves and, and black slaves. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if, if they just knew the answer or they just figured the answer out and making sure that the slaves were always going to be divisive. But they did a very good job with that. And we have not um, formulated an, an answer to that. I don't, know if they, I don't know if we can or if we will. But um, right now, I think that Black people homogeneously don't, we don't see ourselves as one. And as long as we don't see ourselves as one, we're never coming together as one. And I can't tell you in my lifetime that I think that that's going to happen. Um, I personally don't think it's feasible, but, you know, who am I? Indeed. And that we agree upon. And it is the 24-minute mark in DF and Universe. And we will be back for our last segment uh, this week and talk about uh, ways around the obvious problems with um, Black Power. Peace to the universe. Peace to the God. We are back in the FN universe. It is 3.37 a.m. And uh, we're talking about um, 
if you've just joined us for this Black, Black Power discussion, we're talking about the um, obstacles we face with um, an agenda, a Black agenda, and how it seems almost impossible for it to work out because of the difference of opinions on what that Black agenda is and what we should be focusing on. Uh, our last segment ended, and I entitled it in a critical analysis of Black powerlessness from a global perspective, just one perspective of uh, our situation in a global view viewpoint. Um, so we wanted to talk about... Um, in this last segment, um, how do we get around the obstacle of differences in opinions? I think um, if we look at the microcosm of that, I think being an effective father, since we want to tie in this conversation on fatherhood uh, for today, being an effective father, which I am not, which why well, I probably don't want to participate in any Father's Day stuff. But um, being an effective father is to get beyond the point of um, letting your leadership turn into a debate. At some point, you have to say, okay, this is what we are going to do. You try to be fair to everyone, but um, it becomes more important than fairness to be organized. And sometimes you get into difficulty because people say, oh, you're too, taking it too serious, and it becomes confusion. And I think it's the same way when we look at... Um, Black power from a global perspective and a local perspective here in the United States. Um, we're not going to agree, um, but how do we get around that obstacle? So I call on my colleague, Dr. Moore, to give me some psychological methodology that we can take going forward, whether it be in the household or in the universe in, in, on this planet? <clears throat> I'm not sure I understand the question. Can you elaborate on the question? It's not really a question. It's like, how do you enjoy the sex success you have as a father? How do we enjoy the success we have as a burgeoning nation if no one is going to agree on anything. Wow. So I don't... I, I, I think looking at that from that perspective is, is a problem. Mm -hmm. Right? Because I don't know that I have to agree with you to work with you. Right? right. I, I, my wife and I disagree on tons of things right. if not if not most of all things 
But it, but it doesn't mean that we can't have a successful relationship. Hmm. Nor a successful nation. Yeah, so, I mean, because we disagree, like, here, okay, I'll give an example. <clears throat> My wife and I get in an argument, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have an argument doesn't mean that I'm going to say, well, I'm not going to pay the mortgage. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to take out the trash. I'm I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. And nor, and, and nor does she. If, right. we get, if we have a disagreement, doesn't mean that she says, well, I'm not going to cook dinner tonight. Right. Right. I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. And there are even times where we may be in disagreement and it doesn't mean that we're not going to still have sex. Right. But it doesn't mean that, right? It just means right. that we just disagree on X, Y, and Z. But the right. functions of our family still still need to exist. Mm-hmm. So let's still do... We understand that we still need to do these things to make one another happy and make our household function. So whatever our disagreement is, it shouldn't be big enough, you know, that I ain't sleeping in the bed with you. Right. I ain't, I'm 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 not staying at home tonight. Right. It you shouldn't know, be big enough to be um, not conducive to family orientation. It 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 shouldn't be. Bruh, it's unrealistic to think that you don't agree with er- right. every everybody, you know, all the time, every time on everything. That's 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 crazy. Right. That's that's you know, it's it's, it's that's not logical. But, but the key to it then is to understand that this is a family unit, no matter what. Right. Whether you disagree or not. Right. I I I think disagreeing is okay. Right. You can disagree, but just right. because you disagree don't mean Natural. that. Right. It doesn't mean that the work doesn't still need to be done. Mm. We can do the work even if we disagree. Okay. Mm. Now, um, can we apply that to black people in this country who are put up against a struggle against oppression? Can again, we? Again, again, I think that goes back to education. And what I mean by education, not necessarily school education, but just a psychological education of understanding of who we are. And I mm-hmm. think that that's where we have broke down, you know, mm-hmm. in, in terms of who we are as a people. Right. I, I don't mess with this person. I don't mess with that person. So I, we're not going to do the work. Right. Well, and, and not even that we're not even going to do the work, but I don't like Christians. I don't like Muslims. I don't like Dr. Umar. Uh, you know, I don't like preachers. You know, I don't like Farrakhan. I don't like Malcolm X. All of this di- divisiveness or divisiveness about what you don't like is preventing you from making progress in life because I ain't supporting that Negro. I ain't supporting this Negro. Man, look, okay, you don't like the Nation of Islam. You ain't gonna go to the Million Man March. It's, it's, it's not a million Muslim march. It's a million man march. Hmm. I ain't no Muslim, so I ain't going. Hmm. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's that type of thinking that allows allows us to not have a black agenda. Hmm. I don't mess with Al Sharpton. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't mess with Ice Cube. I don't mess with it, it. It is so crazy, you know. And so for a person like me, you know, I, you know, I I consider myself too serious, hmm. too much, you know, because I'm I'm way too serious. I don't. 
man, I think Malcolm used to say, man, I don't scratch my own itch, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I'm but no hat in hand for you, yeah, buddy. bro. I, you know, I ain't one of them, I ain't one of the people, I ain't no dude no having small. Dancing. Bro, I ain't having small conversations with you, bro. You know, to appease you, make you happy. I ain't, I ain't that dude, you know. I, and then I, I got a, so, and then I got this mixture. I got some, bro. I, I come from some hard knock shit, you know. I come from real <laughs> street stuff, right? So I, I, you know, I got that with me. But then I got this other side where, okay, now I got some education. You know, I understand what this other side look like. But, you know, for me now. Depend. See, I ain't got one way. I'm not just one way. Like I got this educational side, and I can just talk all the other stuff. I got another <laughs> way. I got another side too. So for me, it, it puts me in the middle sometimes because I'm like, like I can peak bullshit, you know, <laughs> and, and 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 you being professional, whatever, I, you know. In my in my head, I'm like, nigga, you're a fucking bullshitter, you know. I I can see that, you know. <laughs> The same way with a street nigga trying to come come at me with game, like he educated or whatever. I'm like, you know, I I I, I can see that because I I come from you know both sides of that, you know. And I I've always heard people say, nah, I want to have a little bit of both, but you really, it's, I, you know, I I hear people say that, but the consequences of it, you know, mm. the con the consequences of facing thirty years in prison. Probably don't want to get there, you know what I'm saying? The 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 the, the consequences of being in the streets and die almost dying, facing death five mm -hmm. ten times. You probably don't want to be there. You probably ain't, you know, the, the shit that I went through. You know, the fights, the, the getting locked up. You ain't, you know, but also fifteen years, seventeen years of education. You know what I'm saying? Sitting down, you, studying, you put in the work. You know. You know, doing doing, you know, all the shit that comes with, with you know with academia, you know, you probably person probably ain't trying to do this. So I hear them talking, but the walk that walk, and I'm not even saying I did it. You can do it. I ain't, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I'm gonna put it, you know, in in in, in plain text and tell you what it looks like. It's it requires us to educate ourselves on things. It requires to put in the work, bro. Right. It it, it requires you, you know, not it ain't about having no fancy conversation, bro. We, right. you know, you know, I I do that for a living. You know, I talk to people for a living. And so fancy conversation ain't, ain't impressing me, you right. know. And I don't know, maybe it's impressing not you, brother Douglas, but maybe it's Understood. impressing you, the other person. You know, that, that's one thing. But you know, unless you're gonna do the work. Hmm. Let's 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 you know let's be real about it. So when we talk about black people being united, well, I, I don't know because you know their people don't like don't like me because you know they feel like I've changed be, because they don't like the moves that I made. Hey, now. Not that I consulted them or asked them for their permission to do anything, but they don't like that I made the decisions that I made in life. Hmm. It's weird, bro. You know, I've I spent the last, I don't know, 18, 20 years of my life, you know, trying to be married, raise my kids, 
That shit is different from all the rest of my all the rest of my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, most of my friends that you know, you know, they bowed out and and did X Y Z, but that's not what I wanted to do. And so I I I chose to, you know, do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, to raise my family or try to raise my family to be there. You know, each day because I, that's what I said I wanted to do. And that's what. Yeah, I, I've tried to do so, you know. Yeah, that's I don't know. People say that that made me different. I don't know, different from who? Different from them? It, it wasn't different from what I said I wanted to do. It made it work for you, and uh, I think it's a it's a great example to give to the world. Um, because we could do a lot of frivolous shit, hang out all night. But at the end of the day, the consequences of frivolous shit is powerlessness. I think you enjoy some measure of power as a family unit that um, the average black person or the average person in general is not going to enjoy. But they will have a quote-unquote good time. But good times don't... um, bring about nationhood. Um, yeah, but 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 bro, here's the thing. You have had a I know what a good time looks like, right? I've I've done it for 20, 30 years. Right? So I yes, already sir. already know what that looks like. You 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 can't do the same thing every day looking for a different result. Right. So I'm I'm saying okay how much of a good time are you looking for? Because your kids are not waiting for you to stop having a good time. Mm. Your wife is not waiting for you to stop having a good time. Mm. Bro, you you are going to die having a good time mm. if you don't change. You mm. know, and, and, and if it's about a good time, then you need to you need to understand that where your priorities are, who you saying you are. And who you really are aren't matching up because hmm. you aren't raising your kids if you're having a good time, a good hmm. time in the way that you're used to having a good time. Because you're gonna, you, that good time has to be sacrificed to raise your kids, hmm. you know. And and brother, again, I'm gonna go back to this conversation I had with my son. Hmm. If nothing else that you need to understand is that my son was questioning purpose in life. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, you understand that your purpose in life is is that you want to make the world a better place. Everybody has that purpose. Everybody has that, whether they understand it or not. You have a purpose. You're, mm-hmm. And at minimum, while you might have more than one purpose, at minimum, you're, you have a purpose in life. And that is to give back to the world in which you came from. Hmm. And mm-hmm. what are you what are you leaving for that future generation? What are you giving back to them? If if you aren't giving anything, then that means that you are not fulfilled that purpose. Because the ancestors knew that there was going to be a generation that was going to come behind them. Hmm. And they wanted to make sure that that generation was prepared better 
than they were. And right. so they understood that they needed to prepare this generation for the next generation coming. And I'm and I say and I and I said to my son, I said, son, let me tell you something, whether you want to hear it or not. But I want you to understand, I don't want you to leave my house and not understand your purpose in life. Hmm. Don't don't ever embarrass me, embarrass yourself, embarrass where where you come from hmm. and say that you don't understand your purpose. Because I don't care if you decide to be an engineer, a scientist, a doctor, a lawyer, or whatever. But whatever it is that you decide to do, know that you have a purpose. And that purpose is to make the world a better place than it was when you came into it. Mm. Now, if you become an engineer, you add to it. If you become a doctor, you add to it. If you vote, you add to it. Whatever you, whatever it is that you do, understand that your purpose in life is to give back to the world in which you came. Otherwise, you take and you steal and you rob and you have not given anything back. And there's a consequence for that. A dire consequence. One that will certainly lead to not having the power over your own will. And I think that's where we are as black people. We don't have the power of our own will where we have to debate with people about what should be done. Um, And we, as powerless people, will get into disagreements with ourselves on what that power should look like. Um, So I want everybody in the audience to think about these things. And um, I'll let you have the last word. We're at the 18-minute mark, and we're going to try to close on time at the 20-minute mark, brother. Well, I don't know, bro. I think um, we can close out talking about the role of black fathers, Um, hard work, Um, and whether or not we feel like our fathers were effective fathers. Hmm. And I'll, I'll let you start. You can start with the last question. Yeah, my father was definitely very effective. We didn't agree with him, but um, now that he's gone, I can see everything, not just um, some things, everything that he tried to instill in us and teach us. And um, it was a good education. It was, wasn't a formal education, but now I get it. And I think that you, people- do you, think your, do you think your brothers got it? Yeah. Okay. All right, so let me ask you a personal question. Why do you think uh, Mike ended up moving to South Carolina? didn't listen to father and mother and father. Okay. And he he had um a kid on the way and even though he had two jobs here, he couldn't afford to live here anymore. Okay. And and, and what was Mike's role do you feel in in, in your life? How how do you how did you view him? He was big brother. I was supposed to be learning from examples 
that he uh, laid down so that I wouldn't make the same mistakes that he did. But um, sometimes get lost in translation. And instead of wanting to be one that avoids the mistakes of your older brother, older sibling, um, you want to, as part of that um, recognition and, and having a good time, you want to be even worse than um, the make mistakes worse than um, the mistakes he made. And there's a consequence for it. Was, was was he your first example of rebellion against your dad? Yeah. And wh- what was his relationship um, in, in your perspective with, with your dad? He became him later on in life. Um, the same mannerisms and method, although he didn't he adamantly opposed to his father. He became dad. <laughs> My dad. It, it's it's funny how, how it works out. And um, so we have to be careful about who we become. And it's based on who we have in our lives. And... Um, that's the only thought that I can get from it. We're at the 21 minute mark, so I'll let you finish up. All right, so um, so I guess we'll close out talking about the role of black fathers and um, hard work. Um, uh, we're going into or we're waking up into um Father's Day or so-called Father's Day. Um, what does that mean to you or what um, does that mean to me and how does that translate into hard work? Um, I wasn't willing to do the hard work. I wasn't willing to tolerate anybody's BS for a family unit. And uh, that was a big mistake. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I and I and I think for me, I think um, hard work is is I, I I don't see life outside of anything else except for hard work. Um, That's and I, critical key. And I think for me, um, having my 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 kids um, was a definition of of, of hard work, mm-hmm. and and it was a battle that um, I I tried to embrace. So um, I I I don't have another answer um, for hard work. But um, I, I, I think that um, de- depending on how you're defining hard work, I think for me, um, when I initially used to think about hard work, it was something that I did not want to do. Um, 
because I realized at, at some point in my life that, that hard work didn't determine success. Mm-hmm. Right. And because I saw a lot of people that worked very hard in, in their life, but they never got to be successful. Mm-hmm. Well, at least in the sense that I thought success um, should, should manifest. So um, I think the role of Black fathers have been um, um, probably not met by a lot of us mm-hmm. and um I don't know that I know the answer why um but I think we have too many more examples of not doing it mm-hmm. than we do of doing it mm-hmm. so it's easy to to err on the side of all the brothers who become part-time dads are become sideline dad or participatory dad than full-time dads. Because I think that what we haven't been taught um, enough as men or black men is our not to be selfish. Now, I want to say that to say this. You have to be very, very careful who you have children with. Because while you could not be very selfish at all, right? And you could be totally about being a good father, being a potential good husband. But if you're with the wrong woman, mm. I don't care what your intentions are, you're going to have a bad relationship. Mm. It is your responsibility to know that. It is, it, it is your responsibility to know and take accountability for every woman that you want to sleep with. Hmm. Particularly if you want to sleep with them unprotected. Because if you're going to bring a child in this world with a woman, it is your responsibility to know what type of relationship that you potentially can have and cannot have with that woman. Hmm. And so if you are randomly sleeping with women, Good luck to you. <laughs> you, uh, and, and but not only good luck to you, but the person who's going to suffer the most is going to be the child. Hmm. And generational curses. Yeah, will repeat. They are repeated because you have just done what your parents have done. Hmm. And it's the same way on a a nation scale and a global scale. We are repeating the mistakes of our ancestors instead of learning from them. And we are way over time, brother. We're at the 27-month mark. Uh, Gave the audience a lot to think about, a lot to have these discussions with. Find somebody in the universe because you may be the only one but find somebody to have these type of powerful discussions with. And this has been another episode of DFN Universe, Black Power Thinking, Black Psychology, and Black Humor. And to all, a good night.
Peace to the universe. Peace to the God.